Freakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freakin' Our Weekend Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P Freakin' Rochester, also on Apple Freakin' Podcast, Freakin' Spotify, and Freakin' SoundCloud if anyone freaking wants to know. Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, my name is Taylor the Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Sandman Vargas, then we have Doug the Slug Jordan and Tady Arisher bringing up the rear. Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, and the Freakin' Panel, start your freaking engine. This is our week in freaking review. <gasps> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke, and geez Louise, down in my knees. Blessed are thee. We are here together. One giant leap. One great crushing step for mankind together again at last. I say leap weakers and tweakers because of course this is the leap year and this episode will debut (coughs) on February 28th, the day before leap day. Now, so much to do before that one day. So much to get in order. The great celebrations that will be happening, the dancing in the street, the lighting of the flagpole, the relighting of the flagpole, the burning down of the flagpole, the destroying of the giant floats, and then, of course, the rebuilding of the floats. All to take place in one day. This day that happens once in a millennia. Now, our job today is to prepare thine for that great and joyous occasion to make sure that thine is ready for the celebrations that will be coming. Now, Sandy the Sandman Fargus, Doug the Slug Jordan, Tadia Michael Freegan Risher have all gathered today to ensure that we can pass that message forward. Sandy the Sandman Fargus, a word please now of support in this great and joyous occasion. But a, a blessed occasion it will I'm sorry I didn't know we were gonna set a flagpole on fire and then rebuild it and then set it on fire again and then build a float and set the float on fire and and then I was wondering the, that too I didn't, I didn't know if this was a tradition or I'm sorry yeah, please please be quiet I was asked to read and speak and I'm in I will be reading speaking and reading yeah I'm, I'm sorry of making a great hilarious freaking leap day celebration yeah but i feel like this is the first time we've all heard of it well there's gotta be a first for everything the jordan i mean the dinosaurs weren't celebrating freaking christmas hanging around with a bunch of dwarves and a few reindeers a giant fat man with a drunk red nose were they he's speechless he has no argument for that because you're right everything has to start somewhere yeah, I mean, I was definitely freaking planning on getting each of you guys a like a freaking card with some. So I would write a little something in it, um, and maybe give you some freaking candy. No, see, that's that Valentine's Day. That's we just did that. This has to be a different celebration. Oh. Hey, sorry I missed you, but I'll see you in the next four years. What the hell does that mean? What was that? Like a card, like a card that would say something like that. 
Hey, sorry. I'm, hey, sorry. I, I, all I got you was this card, but I'll, I guess I'll see you in the next four years. Well, how the hell did they get the card? They just saw you. Yeah, but I mean, it's just kind of a, it's just kind of a joke. Sorry, I missed oh, you. I don't get it. So you'd, joke, yeah. you'd be in front of the person giving them the card that says, "Hey, sorry, I just missed you." And they well, no, open up the it. card and, and go, "What the hell are you freaking talking about? You're right here, freaking in front of me." Didn't take four years. You're right here. Yeah, and you saying a flagpole would be confusing. Nobody yeah. would understand what that meant. What does lighting the flagpole mean? Uh, the more we, the more I sit on it, the more I understand it. So when. The fire consumes the flag and the flagpole that it is on. A new flag is hoisted to celebrate the great newly beer that will be coming henceforth. It's symbolic. And that's the rebuilding of the flagpole? or And then what, have, what about the float? What well, does that symbolize? All good celebrations have a float. I was thinking we could finally do your root beer float idea that you've been floating around for so long. That is a good idea. But what does it have to do with leap year? For Uyghurs and Tweakers, Doug Jordan wants to make a giant float that just says beer on it. No. No? no. Is that what it he says? Wants a, he wants a float that says root beer on it. I don't and get it. What's interesting is that the last time Doug really was pushing for that was Regan Christmas. And, and somehow he just asked, but what would that root beer float have to do with leap day? Yeah. What the root beer float doesn't have anything to do with anything except for Regan root beer. And unfortunately there's no Regan root beer day, Doug. Yeah. So if you want to do this stupid freaking float, you're just going to have to freaking pick a day. It had freaking no place on freaking Christmas. Honestly, maybe freaking leap day would be the freaking best time to freaking do it. Although not a lot of freaking time to put that together. Yeah. I can't really think of a better day for it because it's not really a good idea, but I, if I had to pick one day, it would probably be leap day. Yeah, because I mean, in essence, freaking leap day is not really a good idea. No. Well, there. Okay, I just uh, fact checked this, and there is a national root beer day, and is it is June seventeenth. Well, why are we talking about it now? Well, now we know there's a national root beer day, and that's the perfect time for the root beer float. But as far as something to do on leap day, what do we do leap day? What are we supposed to freaking do now, Doug? You had I a problem we were... with freaking lighting the flagpole on freaking fire, which I'm starting to freaking turn around on as well. I think that would be kind of freaking cool to see. Um, and then maybe trying to freaking put it back together. I mean, I, I think there is some freaking symbolism there, freaking buried underneath layers and layers of freaking pointlessness and and and, and freaking stupidity. But um, I think it could be um, the beginning of a freaking brand new freaking citizen, Doug. And 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 maybe you can shut that all up and do your freaking stupid root beer float on freaking root beer day, freaking June seventeenth. We can, yeah, we'll do the root beer float on root beer day. That sounds great. I, I'm on board with that. And for the flagpole, yeah, I mean, we can, I guess we can give that a shot. Um, well, yeah, well, we especially because I, I already talked to Mogadusu and he said that he would be willing to climb up that flagpole and be immolated on top of it in that great fiery, terrible, yeah. fiery. Yeah, I, and the yeah, this idea stop. just came to a freaking screeching halt. Then be reborn. You know, I feel like you're not listening to me. It, did I, that this from the ashes and this, you this know this is not no longer a freaking leap day. Rise like the beginning phoenix. of a new freaking tradition. This is very clearly something freaking Mogadusu said. I need you to freaking burn me alive on a freaking pole so that I can be born anew uh, through the ashes and. 
And it wasn't a freaking new um, burgeoning freaking leap day tradition. It's the freaking ramblings of a freaking madman that that you are trying to freaking bring into freaking reality for him. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I, if we have to pick between burning Mr. Mogadushu on the on the flagpole and, and the root beer float idea, I think I'd rather actually do the root, root beer float idea. Well, unfortunately, though, we found out there's freaking root beer day, so yeah, I guess it still wouldn't make a lot of sense. It's harmless fun. Nobody gets hurt. Yeah. Well, someone's going to get hurt. Nevertheless, geez, Louise, down to my knees, weakers, tweakers, if you please. Sandy, the Sandman, Fargus, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Um, geez, Louise. Um, a lot of good freaking questions. Uh, where do I freaking start? Um, first of all, freaking thank you for the freaking blessing. Um, second of all, uh, I'd like to freaking bestow a blessing, um, upon you and, 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 um, and all freaking members of the freaking our week freaking panel. Thank you for um, the blessing. Thank, thank you for the blessing. You're welcome. Thank you for the blessing and the blessing unto you. Um, and, and you as well. Thank you very much. And thank you for the freaking blessing. All right, enough. I was done. I think I think we were all freaking done. Um, I do have something that I want to freaking talk about. Um, first of all, I'm freaking freaking diggins. I'm freaking drunk. Um, been freaking drinking quite a freaking bit um, because uh, I have some very freaking very freaking exciting freaking news. Um, freaking this Friday, uh, starting at freaking six p.m. at the freaking Muck Theater. Uh, that is M U C C C C. Um, we are freaking holding freaking open freaking auditions for our freaking new play. Um, uh, which is recalled the old man and the freaking sperm, uh, tale of sky and sea. And, uh, I'm very freaking excited. Um, I, some of freaking, uh, soon Jay's freaking actor friends are coming for the open auditions. Um, there is a freaking, uh, a woman who sometimes sits at the freaking bar, freaking Ortega grill, um, whose name is freaking Alyssa, I believe, who's a freaking actor at freaking the black Friars theater, who was, very freaking interested and very freaking taken with my freaking idea. And she said that she would probably be able to get some of her freaking actor friends in the freaking community to come out and freaking audition. So, um, taking some very freaking big, uh, exciting freaking steps, uh, leaps and freaking bounds. And, uh, can't sit, wait to see what freaking happens. And I can't wait to start getting the headsets because I really want to just thumb through these things, see what's coming in, what kind of talent we got lined up now. I imagine that most of Sunze's friends will be from various community organizations, the Rotary Club, the Indian Heritage Club, perhaps college friends, perhaps a lot of parents of other children, and maybe even some children. Now, it's been difficult to communicate that this is a adult play. And yet, there are many roles for children in it. And, and we're trying. All the characters in the play are various different types of vegan animals. And in many ways, it is a vegan animal, vegan play. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe that also is affecting the way some of these people involved in the production are, are viewing the vegan play. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's like The Lion King? There's a little, there's some Lion King freaking elements to it. Um, a little bit of freaking Hamlet, uh, a little bit of freaking Julius freaking Caesar. Um, uh, and then, and then a little bit of Jungle Book. Is that um, play? I didn't know that. What I thought it was just an animated movie. A little movie. bit of freaking, please stop interrupting me. A little bit of Finding Nemo. Um, mm. it's another uh, animated movie. Basically, Bugs a whole Life. bunch of Bugs Life. Um, 
I mean, it's just a bunch. It's a freaking play where there's a whole bunch of freaking talking freaking animals, and there's no freaking people in it. People don't really freaking exist in the freaking play. Everybody is a freaking talking freaking animal. But, but they're also children. Some of them are children, yes. But it, thematically, it is very adult oriented, and there are some controversial themes in this work that Sandy and I have put forth. Yeah, I mean, it's a story of freaking revenge, Doug. I mean, some of these freaking elements are there present in freaking Lion King as well. Yeah. And quite a bit of it, if I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, was lifted directly from the Bible. So, um, yeah. You will see a lot. Some... I think it's based on Hamlet, isn't it? Or Macbeth? Nevertheless, Doug. Please be quiet. <laughs> Please be quiet. Okay. I'm just... We are looking forward to sitting on that casting couch and to have people come in and grovel at our feet, beg us for mercy, and beg us for this one great shot. Wouldn't you do the casting at the at the theater? Yeah, we're, we're, we aren't doing it at the theater, but we're bringing in a vegan couch. Yeah. Okay. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees, Doug Jordan, if you please. How you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how is it the week? Uh, thank you for the blessing. I do not wish to talk about uh, my horniness yeah. upon the radio, but thank you for asking, I guess. Uh, week was fine. I do just have some bad news. I did. I, I was doing some more research about uh, root beer day since we said we were going to do the float. It says root beer day is June 17th, but August 6th is root beer float day. So now I'm just confused as to which day we should be doing this thing on. And there, and there was nothing else that happened in your Regan week that you'd rather Regan talk about. Uh, I ate a lot of hot dogs. Okay, I can't, come up with interesting ways that. to eat hot dogs. What do you Wait, you looked up. You looked up different ways to eat hot dogs. Yeah, I looked up a couple different interesting ways to eat hot dogs. How is there more than your, one way? Stuff it up your freaking bottom. You could put it in a casserole. Um, cut it up and put it in mac and cheese. Put it in mac and cheese. You had you to look. Can, you had, I'm, hold on one second. You had to freaking look this stuff up. Well, it was four. I looked up fourteen ways you never thought to eat hot dogs. And it says breakfast casserole, hot to make you a hot looked dog that stuffing. Up? Wait, you looked that up? Like specifically you went into Google and you typed 14 different ways to eat a hot dog? No, I said, what do I do with all these hot dogs that I have? I said, hey, Google, what do I do with all these hot dogs that I have? And what came up was daily, was a daily mail, uh, the daily com, And it's 14 ways to use hot dogs. Use them as, mix them with your lasagna filling. Uh, I, I, I have another one. Did, I'm sorry. Did you all of a sudden wind up with an excess of freaking hot dogs? Yeah, I got a lot of hot dogs. Now, why wouldn't you lead with that? Why wouldn't you tell us how you got all these hot dogs? Well, that's not the interesting. The interesting part's what Wait, I'm doing. I with think all the, the hot interesting dogs. part might be the, how did you wind up with so many freaking hot dogs? Well, the last time we did a Doug Nation event, uh, you guys had me order a lot of freaking hot dogs. Yeah. We didn't go through all of them, and I had them in storage at the freaking restaurant. They're about to all go freaking bad. So now I got to figure out what to do with all these freaking hot dogs. Well, that's because I told you to get the super footlongs, the real thick footlong ones, and you got regular weenies. And I, I distinctly that. recall Sandy taking one of those cold, wet weenies, 
shoving it through his fly and flapping it around, and it just looked absolutely freaking ridiculous. Yeah, I slapped I it down on a cutting board and then took a cleaver to it and started screaming. I freaking remember that. And freaking Tata, you were freaking there. You freaking started yeah. squirting ketchup all over the yeah, freaking bag. Yeah, making it freaking. look like they, you were bleeding all over the place because you cut your pants off. And we left without freaking cleaning it up. It was absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah, it's that, so funny. It was, a good, uh, it was good funny up until the not cleaning part. Well, God bless you, Doug Jordan. What did you come up with? Well, I did, uh, you know, I'm tell, I was reading the list. I think I made, I made, you know, a hot dog. I made some hot dog kebabs and... I also uh, made a quiche and I baked them into a quiche and I even tried to, to uh, add them into a chili. It was cold and now it's warm again. Uh, the next thing on the list is to turn them into hot dog patties, which is something I have not done. Uh, you just take the hot dogs and then you put them through a meat grinder again and then you just bake it into a, a, ham, a hamburger. But I guess it's kind of a hot dog. Kind of bologna, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, I guess it's just hamburger is kind of like a thick cut piece of bologna. It's ground hot dog. Which, if you freaking recall, at one point I said, "Why don't you get a gigantic freaking thing of bologna, as big as you freaking can, a whole freaking tube of freaking bologna, put that on a freaking grill and get an extra large, the biggest freaking hot dog bun you could ever freaking find. You got a gigantic freaking bologna hot dog." Absolutely freaking hilarious. Thank you very very much. Well, geez Louise down on my knees. Teddy and Michael Rizzer, please. How are you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, Yeah, thanks for having me. This is Sandy. um, uh, I'm doing good. Uh, My week has been okay. Uh, It's a little frustrating, but I'm happy to be home. I'm I'm missing Scottsdale, obviously. But, uh, you know, it's been great. Um, to be home, I just, uh, I've been having a little bit of trouble with the post office, but otherwise I'm, um, you know, I'm good. And what sort of trouble do you mean? I don't understand. Well, okay. So I went to my post office, uh, in Penfield and I I went up there and I tried to get a PO box and, um, they, you know, they gave me the key. I went over to the PO box and, um, did you like? Did you guys know that PO boxes are only what, like a foot, foot long or foot wide? I have no idea. I never even knew what they were. Yeah. Well, long story short, I need a much bigger PO box um, because I've I got some stuff that I I want delivered to my house, but I can't get it delivered to my house because of reasons, and uh, so I. I went up to the man and I asked, can I please get, can I upgrade to the bigger PO box? And he said that they don't get any bigger than that. Um, and I'll spare you the details, but I did end up getting kicked out. Um, and, uh, they did, they took away the small PO box, which is fine because I don't need that. I need a big PO box. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've just been hunting for, for one of those. And, uh, you know, I hope that I really I need that to come through soon. So if Weakers and Tweakers want to call in and let us know where there's big PO boxes around Rochester, that'd be great. Well, God bless you on your journey. Then I guess to say well, thank you for the blessing. Well, what God, do you need the big PO boxes for? I'll just ask. I'll just ask the obvious question. What do you need the big PO box for? What are you talking about? Why? Why do you need such a big PO box? To receive big packages. Yeah, but couldn't you just receive a big package at your house? 
Um, you know, some of the specific packages coming in, I'd rather not have them delivered on my property. Is it possible to have whatever's in the packages cut up into a, a bunch of smaller pieces and then shipped in smaller packages over a period of time? I mean, is it possible? Yeah. Is it recommended? Probably not. No, I, you know, I actually, I want to keep everything in one piece. So, hmm. yeah. That is a conundrum. Yeah. Well, God bless you, and God made he keep you safe. Weakers, tweakers, drill freaking seekers. We got a great freaking show full of freaking our week's news and discussions. We also have a brand new our week's freaks of history coming up at the end. But before we get to that, our week's guide to the leap year. On your way out the door, you see your reflection, and you pause to look for any imperfection. That birthmark that spans across your forehead has changed from light pink to purple and red. You study the mark slowly, look it up and down, and notice the mark has morphed into eyes and a frown. And the mark, it starts speaking and wallowing in pain, and asks for the suffering to end again and again. You must shut it up as the face starts to moan. So you smash the mark in the face with a stone. And you continue smashing the rock into your head until the mark's face is bloody and red. You jam on a hat, but you can't stop bleeding. And under the hat, you hear the mark pleading. So if you are living through your deepest dark fear, please consult our week's guide to the leap year. This is brought to you in partnership with Sarah Lemire at Today. Life, holidays, leap year activities. So, geez louise down to my knees. What we have here is a little suggestions about how to celebrate the new year, how to celebrate the leap year, I should say. Any questions at this point? Several. Um... Not not a question, just obviously, um, as per usual, the the beginning rhyme that leads into this yeah. um, is frightening and alarming and seemingly has absolutely nothing to do with the, the segment. No, very, very confusing. Here. And if I had to make just a creative uh, suggestion moving forward that if you can't think of a rhyme to go with the segment, maybe we just skip the rhyme and we yeah, just go right into the segment. Well, it, it did is. rhyme, though. No, I know, but it... It was about some sort of mark on your head. Yeah, but if you can't figure out a rhyme that has to do with leap year, instead of just writing a rhyme about a horrifying, freaking nightmarish sequence of events, um, you could just say, well, all right, now we're going to talk about freaking leap year. Yeah. And you wouldn't have to, hmm. you know... Yeah, that's talk very about interesting. Smashing. Yeah, talk about smashing your freaking face in. Well, nevertheless, this is the leap year, and tomorrow is the leap day. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, number one on the list, create a time capsule. This is some sort of small structure or case where you put things in and then bury it in the ground, never to be seen again. Doug Jordan, what kind of things you put in a time capsule? Um, maybe you could put in some sort of a card... Uh, so that when the people open it up, they'll have some sort of a um, a greeting. Something like, uh, "Sorry, I missed you." Hmm. So, something like, uh, "Sorry, I missed you. I'll uh, I'll see you next year." Hmm. 
in the next. In, sorry, I'll, I'll see you in the next four years because it's a leap year. Maybe see. a Regan, maybe one of those Regan hot dogs smushed between the Regan card. Well, that would be that would probably go bad by then. I mean, there's a lot of preservatives in hot dogs. I mean, it'd probably be just fine, to be honest with you. Although it could attract moles, and then you have a bigger issue. Moles burrowing yeah. through your freaking time capsule, destroying freaking your keepsakes from Grammy and Grandpa, and maybe a great memory that you once had that you shared with them, an item that reminds you of them, Doug Jordan. Now moles are digging through there to get to a hot dog, an errant hot dog stuck between a card that doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I, the hot dog in the card was not my, that was Sandy's idea. My idea was just the card. Then again, it would be hilarious when you open it up and a giant mole family leaps out at you, attacking you, scratching at your face, moling at your rear end, burrowing as they do up mm. into your anal cavity, as Doug Jordan would have them, and maybe into your brain. That sounds terrible. I well, wouldn't want that. I am trying to work with the, what I have, Doug Jordan. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised you suggested it, I don't know why you put a hot dog in a freaking time capsule. Yeah. I said just the card. I said a card that says, sorry, hey, sorry, I missed you. I'll see you, see you in the next four years. All right, well, let's move on to number two. Meet up with faraway loved ones. Why? I mean, I got to agree with Doug on this one. Why? What do you mean? What Tell me more. Have to do with, what does this have to do with Regan Leap Year? Hmm. Be well, then you would. That's a good question. Is it because you can only visit them every four years? Well, then you don't have to visit them for another four years. You could say, I'll see you. In you get him, get him a card. So sorry, I missed you. You could definitely send him a card. Yeah. If you don't mind, if you're not willing to go all the way over there, you could send him a card that says, Sorry, I missed you. See you in the next four years. See you in the next four years. That's a good point. Hmm. Number three, do something completely new. Something you've never done before. Teddy Arizer, what would be something absolutely brand new to you? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, maybe I would uh, try some cauliflower. Doug Jordan could try making love to a woman. I have made love to a woman. I have a, I have a child. Created in a laboratory it was. You could put that little boy in a freaking time capsule if you freaking really wanted. Yeah. Why would I put my boy in a time capsule? I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. You could say, you could have said, maybe I'll, I'll put on a pair of roller skates for the first time. I've done that. Why are okay, you telling well, me to freaking wear his roller? I've freaking done that. Maybe you could roller skate down... The hill, Dead Man's Drop, or whatever it's called. Well, it sounds absolutely freaking terrifying and dangerous, Doug Jordan. Why would we do that? Number four, play leapfrog. This would be a great activity to do on the leap day. Maybe you could do it butt-ass naked. Spice things yeah, up a little bit. I was going to say, maybe you could make this a sort of a sexual leapfrog, Doug, and finally freaking consummate that freaking marriage of yours. Marriage has been consummate. I have a, I have a child. Made in a laboratory. Was. The child was not made in a laboratory. He looks like he was made in a laboratory. Can you blame that's Sandy? Not, 
Especially now that he's going through, I don't want to talk about going that. through puberty. I mean, the the boys, what figures and figures have to understand is the boy is freaking sixteen years of age at this point. He looks like he was freaking made in a freaking laboratory, and and somebody and the, someone left frayed wires out, and some of the freaking substances had been a little freaking um, freaking electrocuted, or freaking things had gone freaking awfully freaking wrong. And the boy, he just doesn't freaking look right anymore, Doug. It looks like somebody dropped a piece of pepperoni pizza into that freaking petri dish. To be honest with you. Yeah, that you know, he's going through puberty. You could have just said he's he's going through puberty. We, we can just not talk about it on the radio because he's freaking, he's masturbating constantly too, yeah. which is really starting to be freaking bothersome. Uh, you cannot. You are one to freaking talk about somebody masturbating freaking constantly. He's I mean, not even like a cool kind of kid going through puberty. I asked him for some drugs the other day, and he didn't have any. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm glad he said no. Well, geez Louise. Well, God bless him. Um, Number five, make plans for 2028. So you could spend your day making plans for the next leap year. That's good. Number six, learn more about leap years. Doug Jordan, tell me what you know about leap years. I don't really know a whole lot about them, honestly, except that isn't it have something to do with so time friggin' evens out. So that lit the sun or something? Um, Correct. The, the problem is, I believe that if, if every freaking month had something like freaking 28 freaking days, every single uh, freaking month would be exactly the same freaking length, and they'd all freaking start on the same day, every week would start on the same day, and every freaking week would end on the same freaking day, and everything would be a lot freaking better. But people decided a long time ago to make a couple of months freaking 30 days, a couple of months freaking 31 days, and then one month freaking 28 days. And so that every freaking four years, there's an extra couple of freaking hours in a year that can all get freaking basically freaking rounded off uh, and put into a brand new freaking day, the 29th of freaking February. Does that answer your freaking question, Doug? Uh, yeah, yeah. Doug, let me put it to you this way. Hmm. Okay. The earth rotates on its axis. Every time it does that in one completion, that is a day. Every time it goes around the sun, that is a year. Those two numbers are not related. So the earth rotates 365 days and a fourth every time it goes around the sun. That's six hours, Doug. So... There's an extra six hours at the end of each. Shut up. There's an extra six hours at the end of every year. Instead of trying to figure that out, we just wait four years and then we have an extra day. Third Rock for the Sun with John Lithgow. Nice. Number seven, host a leap day party. We're already planning on doing this. Going to set Mogadusu on fire. Number eight, reminisce about past leap years. I'm sure. I don't remember. Yeah, that's true. But in four years, we will have great memories to reminisce about because this will be the best leap year of our lives. Number nine, cook a special meal. Well, what would you make for a special meal, Doug Jordan? Um, I got a lot of hot dogs. I could do something with hot dogs. All right, Uh, Doug, 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 enough. Number 10 is write yourself a letter. Mm. Anybody have any ideas? You could write a uh, card. 
And it says, hey, sorry, I missed you, but I guess I guess I'll Weaker, see you in the next four Tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We got a great freaking hilarious freaking episode for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call and join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us what we're doing right. You might get put on blast. You also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Justin Timberlake reported that he is, quote, grateful for his, quote, two wonderful children and, quote, great wife according to people quote i'm just happy timberlake said during a conversation on the graham norton show the 43 year old singer gushed about wife jessica beale and son silas and phineas quote i have two wonderful children who are going to be the death of me but yeah two boys and a wonderful wife i'm just happy is that controversial these days so geez louise down in my knees JTT is back. Now, this great statement, this bit of information that he is releasing here, what is the subtext to this? What is Justin Timberlake really saying? He's thankful for his two wonderful children and, quote, great wife. I'm just happy, he says. But he also says that his two wonderful children are going to be the death of me. I feel like that's just an expression people say. Like, oh, they're they're a handful. They'll they will cause an early death from for me because they they take a lot out of me. I don't think that's an expression. I've never heard you say that about your own son. Yeah, because I don't think that he's a freaking. I think he's a pretty good, a freaking pretty good boy. So you think Justin Timberlake hates his kids? I don't think he hates his kids. I just think some people say, oh, you know, they're my kids are a handful. There's a lot, there's a lot to deal with. If I had a son named friggin' Silas, I would assume he'd be a friggin' lot to deal with, too. Yeah, I do have to agree with you on that one, Doug Jordan. I think Silas is the one that will cause death the soonest. And he is the one that I would be sleeping with that one eye open. That's I'm pretty sure that's the bad guy's name in. Uh, what's the uh, the Tom Hank, the Da Vinci Code? Silas, he's basically, I think he's an albino, and he whips himself. I'm pretty sure his name is Silas. I think that, subtext aside, um, I I do think it's a bit controversial that he said that he, something about gushing on his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Seems a bit inappropriate, even for freaking Graham Norton. I know that they sort of, he sort of likes to be a little freaking edgy over there, but... Um, you know, kids can watch his freaking crap. Yeah, I mean, if he's gushing on his wife, that's one thing. Keep it to yourself. But he does not have to bring Silo and Finney into it either. And not only that, I don't buy it. I don't feel like this whole persona that Justin Timberlake has cultivated over these many years is honest in any way. He is not this sex symbol. I feel like... He is probably asexual, doesn't like having sex with anyone, doesn't like being touched, probably sleeps with gloves on and in his own bed, separated far from the wife and children in a very clean atmosphere where he can gush on himself. Yes. God bless you. Yeah. So thank you for the blessing. 
Last week, a Texas man in a kilt was seen sticking antiques, quote, in his rectum and then, quote, placing them back on the shelves, according to Law and Crime. 60-year-old Mitchell C. Vast was arrested last week after he was caught on surveillance footage from an antique shop allegedly grabbing several items off the shelves and placing those items in his rectum before returning them to the shelves. Vest was taken into custody on one count of criminal mischief in connection with the bizarre allegations authorities announced. After receiving multiple calls from conserved antiquers, police discovered that Vest had picked up a makeup brush and hardware piece and, quote, shoved both items up his anus, then returned the items to the shelf. The value of the damage was $130. The owner of another antique store located in the same antique mall reported to deputies that she had reviewed security footage showing a man matching vest description doing the same thing with the bottle opener and tent can noting that her damages were $74. Vest was released from Harris County Jail on Friday after posing a personal bond of $100. So, geez louise down on my knees. This guy answers the age-old question. Is it an antique, and can you put it up your freaking end? And God bless him. Because if this story had just been about antiques, I would have been asking that question myself. This guy did the research, Doug Jordan. He did the hard work. That's true. If if this had been a story about a man, recently a man was walking through an antique store and was looking at a whole bunch of antiques, you would have certainly asked, um, do you think maybe he would put some of them up his rear end? And if so, God bless him. And... And it kind of leaves us with really nothing to talk about it. Well, you know, what's nice about it, it, you know, this is a great piece of journalism, too, because it not only does it answer that age-old question, Doug, can you put it up your rear end, but it also gives you the value of the thing. So, like, you yeah. you can say, like, oh, yeah, I was walking around with $200 in my anus all day. Yeah. Well, the only part, though, is that had they not given us the values, we could have done the Price is Right game and guessed and – then we yeah. could have saw who won. That's always fun. Yeah. That would have been good Regan radio. That would have been very big good yeah. radio. Yeah. Uh, well, I have I have a tie of the question. If somebody puts something up their rear end in say the present day, mm-hmm. and then you put it away in some sort of a box or a time capsule, or that person dies after it's been placed in the rear end. Someone takes it out and licks the, it. No, some. Somebody takes it out and puts it in an antique store. Isn't that isn't that just kind of like the same thing? So you're wondering if maybe more of these freaking antiques have, have been already been up in the freaking rear ends of some freaking men a, from freaking eons ago. That's a good point. I'm sure it's happened before, Doug Jordan. Probably more than you'd like to guess, I believe. Yeah, I Perfectly mean, I bet you're... Your freaking living room remote control might end up in a freaking antique store someday. Lord knows I freaking put that in my rear end a, a few times. I was going to say, I couldn't remember specifically, but I'm pretty sure you've put that up your rear end a couple of times. You've replaced it a few times, but every time you replace it, it's only a matter of time before I put the new one up there, too. Well, I more, don't know why you keep doing it. He swipes it between his butt cheeks. It's a little different. Yeah. 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 Although, I, although at the last garden party, I did have a little bit too much to drink, and I did put it up my anus. 
What is with all three of you and putting things up your it's ear? Just a rig and prank. It's just a rig and prank. It's a mischief. It's disgusting. Just a little bit of rig and mischief. Well, the only and thing I, I ever put up in my house for free. Yeah. The only thing you put up it. God bless you for it. God bless you for it. Well, the only you thing you ask I... everything every day about some putting something up your ear and sorry, Who, please cool. Why yeah. are you interrupting me and then apologizing? Yeah. Shut the hell up. Talking to first of all. Talking to Taylor Richard. Talking to Taylor. What? Talking to Taylor. You just said Teddy Rizzer. What the hell is the matter with you? What the hell okay. is the matter with you? I miss. I misspoke. Well, Are you freaking geez, drunk? Louise down on my knees. I just. I'm always curious about these sort of things. Last week, Chicken Giant KFC announced the release of the Cheesa, which combines pizza and fried chicken nationwide, according to People. The menu item was previously released in the Philippines in 2015, before making its way to Germany and Mexico and beyond. The cheese was described as two white meat chicken fillets lathered in marinara sauce, mozzarella, and pepperoni, according to a press release. The cheese, which is available both solo and as a combo meal with fries and a drink, will debut stateside at New York City KFC locations that will be transformed into a cheeseria pop-up. Doug Jordan, mm-hmm. take it to the sports desk. Okay. This is the sports. This is the sports desk, uh, d- done by Doug Jordan. Uh, that is me. You you pronounce you kept pronouncing it cheesa, and I I think it's it's like cheetza because you say pizza. Anybody anybody hear that? Are, are you asking me a question? Doug. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, I was confused because I just kept saying cheesa, and I was thinking of leading a shower of cheesa from a movie up. movie. Would you please? Yeah. Would you please talk about the che- uh, the the chisa? That, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of described it. They're going to put two pieces of chicken and put some sauce and some cheese and maybe a little bit of pepperoni. And what do you think about this? Please be glad. What do you think about this? I think it's I think it's a pretty uh, good idea. I think it's a pretty ingenious idea, and it might be something that I want to try, but instead of pepperoni, I could put some hot dogs on it. Now, it's very friggin' interesting that you bring that up because the Rochester Red Wings have a friggin' Uh, hot dog called the Tony Soprano available at, at one of their friggin' restaurants. Uh, it's uh, ground gabagool put into a, a sausage casing and then covered with uh, marinara cheese and pepperoni. That is very interesting. I was not aware, and maybe we'll have to try it and talk about it on the friggin' radio. I'd love that. Well, nevertheless, Doug Jordan, this is a striking new idea. I wonder if these sort of cheeserias will be popping up all over the nation soon and and not just in new york city under the kfc moniker but maybe in a broader sense the way the pizzerias have swept the nation well what other things do you think they're gonna have on the menu at a cheeseria yeah breadsticks that are made out of chicken i guess that's just chicken chicken tenders cheesy blasters Mm. deep fried or vegan steamed Cheese or chicarella sticks, which yep. is a mozzarella yep. stick, with, but it's a chicken tender. Chicken, chicken meatballs and spaghetti. Yep. Um, fried chicken wads um, and spaghetti. Gooseneck. What, what's a fried chicken wad? Um. I think it's a gizzard, I believe. I'm not it's sure. A, it's gizzards, either a gizzard yeah. or several giblets um, pushed together and molded into a wad and then 
bread and freaking pride and some other mozzarella and freaking marinara and put on freaking spaghetti and then maybe even put on another piece of freaking fried chicken make it turn into spaghetti pizza with freaking chicken balls on top yeah serve with the side of honey mustard mm, no no probably ranch i would assume yeah. ranch. What, mm. maybe ranch with blue cheese mm. so you could do a freaking blue cheese dizzle Oh. Yeah. Last week, Bradley Cooper admitted that he's, quote, not sure if he would be alive today if not for his daughter, Leah DeSene, according to U.S. Weekly. During an interview with podcast hoax Dak Shepard, 2011 Sexiest Man Alive revealed his six-year-old daughter, Leah, changed his life. Quote, I just needed somebody to say, like, we're going to drop this massive anchor. I'm like, why? We're speeding. I just got an upgrade on the boat. I know where the wind's coming in. They're like, no, no, no. There's a tsunami coming and you need an anchor and we're going to drop it because this is going to dictate everything you do from now on. Your DNA is going to tell you that there's something more important than you. Cooper welcomed his daughter with then-girlfriend Irina Shayek in March 2017. The two dated from 2015 to 2019. The actor has a history of substance abuse and addiction. So, geez Louise down at my knees, what in the hell is he talking about here? I have absolutely no idea. No. It sounds like garbled, mentally ill actor talk. Something I hear in the psych ward. What? I think he was just appreciating, you know, his daughter and she changed his life. How would you know? I mean, it says Bradley Cooper admitted that he's, quote, not sure if he would be alive today if not for his daughter, uh, Leah, 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 okay, well, geez, Louise, first of all, I don't know what's going on with her last name. Couldn't figure it out. Got a completely different last name. But Sandy the Sandman Farkas, if he was dead, what would have killed him? Um, I, I believe, and and this might, this might catch me some freaking flag, but I believe that if he were to be freaking dead, he would have probably freaking killed himself. Uh-huh. With a guy, I think, I believe, based on the history of substance abuse and freaking addiction, that if he were to be dead by now, it'd probably be... Taking a bite out of a freaking double barrel shotgun, freaking splattering everything, his freaking brains all over the freaking wall. Mm-hmm. That'd have to be my freaking guess. Or, or freaking got he's driving one of them freaking fancy cars he's got, freaking right off a freaking cliff, and shooting himself in the freaking head while he's freaking doing it. I saw a great and hilarious movie called, I don't know what it's called, but it's with Bradley Cooper, and he plays a very old man. That is a musician, and he's a very troubled man. And Star is born. And thank you, Doug. And he is very famous. And he's also very sick, sick in the mind and sick in the head. And Bradley Cooper obviously related to this role. And in the end, he hangs himself in his grass. After he freaking pisses himself as well. Yeah, and it's because of embarrassment for his life and what he's become and what he knows he will become if he continues living. And if only he had that anchor, that sort of Leah Design anchor that seems to just grab a hold of you and 
drag you down. They say, I want to spread my wings and fly. No. You got to keep planting your feet flat on the earth under a great deal of water. Which would be the third way I think he'd kill himself. Drowning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a swim in the ocean. Grab a big rock. Huddle down at the bottom. Bring a shotgun with him. You know, I'm just freaking glad that that he has this anger and that it's every decision that he freaking makes is about this freaking anger and that it's keeping him freaking on solid freaking ground. Yeah. And this is what's freaking pushing him to freaking take on new freaking roles that freaking take him away from his freaking family for months at a freaking time while he's writing and directing and freaking starring in these films and then going on a year long campaign to be nominated and win a freaking Oscar. It's, it's things like that where you go, that, now that is a good freaking father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause well, it's all about little freaking Leah Sedani, um, who doesn't even freaking bear his freaking last name, but yeah. he's freaking apparently made it from his freaking seed. Yeah. And we're not even sure about that, Doug Jordan, cause we didn't get to see the seed. He hasn't released details on the seed. I'd like to see that DNA code, if you know what I mean. And I'd like to see your son's freaking DNA code as well, Doug. That's a yeah. good point. Good point. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This is going to be a great, freaking hilarious freaking episode, but we have one quick segment to get to you now. Our week's Freaks of History. And so this week's freak is Matthias Butchinger. Now, Butchinger was born June 2nd, 1674, and he was sometimes called Matthew Buckringer, but his real name is Buckchinger, and he's English, and he was German, I mean, and he was an artist, magician, calligrapher, performer, who was born without hands or feet and was two feet and five inches tall. That's very, very, very short, Doug Jordan. Butchinger was especially noted for his micrography, in which illustrations consist of very small text. Butchinger was born in Anschbach, Germany, without hands or legs, now considered to be Focomelia, a.k.a. flipper appendages. An artist and performer, he traveled all over Northern Europe to entertain kings and aristocrats as well as hoi polloi with amazing feats of physical dexterity and was known as the greatest German living and little man from Nuremberg. So... Jeez Louise down on my knees. He traveled to England at one point trying to get a court appointment with King George I. Unsuccessful, of course, because he was a little tiny freak. He then moved to Ireland where he gave public demonstrations in Dublin in 1720 and in Belfast in 1722. He also is rumored to have had children by as many as 70 mistresses. Butchinger's fame was so widespread that in 1780s, the term Butchinger's boot existed in England as a euphemism for vagina because the only limb he had was his penis. Butchinger died in Cork, Ireland. Despite having a small, fin-like appendages for hands, his engravings were incredibly detailed. One such engraving, a self-portrait, was so detailed that a close examination of the curls of his hair revealed that there were, in fact, seven biblical psalms and the Lord's Prayer inscribed in the miniature letters. Despite his handicap, Butchinger was an accomplished magician causing balls to disappear from under a cup and birds to appear from nowhere. He was also to be said to be unbeatable at cards and would dazzle audiences with his amazing displays of marksmanship. 
Jeez Louise down on my knees, Butslinger is now dead. But his great musical ability and the fact that he should have lived in the mines allows his spirit to live on, the Jordan. And today we praise him. We light a light and place a candle before his great epitaph and say, God bless you in your terrible, devilish ways. I just want to say that when it was my turn to do the freaking freak of the week last week, um, I didn't know how much freaking detail you freaking wanted to include. And um, basically, I found all sorts of horse like this about my freaking guide. Also, I just didn't want to freaking include it because I figured it was freaking boring. Wow. I figured the important part is what, you know, it was basically, basically how much freaky it was. I thought it was hilarious that he had sex with so many women. That, that I would have been freaking included in mine as well, but my guy actually didn't have sex with anyone. I wonder if he could swim. I doubt it. This, guy, this thing would freaking sink like a stone, I'm pretty sure. I'm looking at a freaking picture of him right now. Honestly, this guy would make a freaking perfect anchor like in the freaking last door. You freaking tie this guy to a freaking rope, throw him over the edge of a freaking dinghy, and that freaking boat's not freaking going anywhere. Yeah, that's a good point. Kind of dragging everyone down with him. Now, Butchinger was married four times. He had 14 children, and his first three wives all died in childbirth. Do you think he might have had something to do with it, or...? Um... I'm going to go ahead and say freaking yes. And a little... I think... He, maybe he freaking killed him, or maybe his freaking his freaking seed. I wouldn't. I gotta be honest with you. I wouldn't freaking tr- trust this man's freaking seed one freaking bit. Tell me more. What 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 are you thinking? What what does it make you feel? Um, I would. I it makes me feel like this guy didn't have the freaking best freaking swimmers in his freaking seed. If I'm being freaking honest with you, and if I was a woman and I freaking allowed this man freaking on top of me and freaking let him freaking heave and haw and freaking. I, I, I freaking feel as if I can't say freaking thrust because I don't know how he freaking would. Um, and, and to the point where he freaking did, in fact, freaking create freaking cream and it went inside me. Um, that whatever would freaking come out of me would be similar to him. And I think we don't freaking need many more of these things running around. Yeah. Doug Jordan, your thoughts. Curious to know what you're thinking right now. He sounds absolutely freaking hilarious. Short little guy. He's very talented. Yeah, big little heart, big kids. little brain. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it sounds like you know. I'd like. I, I I wish that he existed in our generation because I would have liked to see some of his magic tricks, like the balls in the cups. Now, let's say he <laughs> walks into your restaurant. And mm. takes a seat at the bar. And says he's in a child stroller, and someone wheels him up to the bar. And says he says, "Give me the best. I don't even want to look at the menu. Give me the best thing on the menu. Give me. I want. I want the chef to know that he's preparing the meal for Butchinger. What do you make? What kind well, of meal we, is fit for this man? Did he come in at, at the Wang Tago Grill night, or is it just a regular night? Just no, a regular, regular night. night. Not one of those freaking weird hoes. Yeah, but those are those are kind of a hit. No, I don't think he would like that. 
now. I was going to say I could do a hot dog stir fry, but he can't. He can't use his hands. He can't use chopsticks to pick it up. Well, so I'm sure somebody will feed him. No, he no. refuses. He refuses. He said, nobody's for trying freaking feed me. Yeah. Maybe he, he feeds says, himself. I need, I need all of my, he does. He needs all of his food delivered in a dog bowl, and he'll be happy to feed himself. I think so, he could use his fins. He performs freaking magic tricks with his, with only his fins. But they're only good for magic. He can't eat a hot dog with them. And his uh, intricate calligraphy. So you're saying you'd give this guy you you'd freaking slap every. I'd give him a freaking fork and a knife. I'd give him a fork and a knife and I'd say eat up. It's insulting. But would but would it be a freaking hot dog? Is that you'd give him a a burrito? Be some sort of a burrito. All right. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It's been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our weekend review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Well, geez, Louise, I thought that went quite well. Hmm. Something about talking about these freaks makes me very, very sad by the time we're done. And I don't know. I know we have to continue because we've made a pledge and a great pledge and our word and our honor. We will keep it. But it makes me very sad. I feel very guilty and very sad and very exploitive, exploitive at the end of these. Yeah, um, I I agree with you, but I know that it's a big freaking hit. Um, I've 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 heard nothing but freaking positive freaking responses so far from our um our freaking our what is that? Is this freaking segment called Freak of the Week? Freak our Freak of the Week rollout. Um, freaks of history. Yeah. Their streaming numbers went up through the roof. Little strange little freaks. People have been been eating this shit up. They absolutely yeah. freaking love it. Yeah, I know. I guess they did the same thing with the, the freak shows actually. Yeah. Yeah. Same concept. Yeah. Yeah, that's what people want. Let them eat cake, Doug Jordan. This has been a production of Our Week Studios. W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester. I'd go for the hot dog, so...